Hello there and welcome to the Ask Time Film Podcast, where we talk film, TV, games and all that jazz like there's no tomorrow. This week we're talking about Ghostbusters Afterlife, the long-awaited third film in the Ghostbusters franchise. My name is Tom and as always I'm joined by my co-host John. Hey. excited to talk about Ghostbusters? Yeah, I'm so genuinely excited to talk about it. it oh, good. It's just like uh, a very um, unexpected film, to be honest. Um, mm. So, yeah, uh, there was a lot of stuff that happened in the film um that tends to happen yeah i mean i mean like this one was um a really good callback to the original that's why i can say so mm, far so interesting yeah well, let's yeah. let's just let's waste no let's not waste a single moment let's get straight into it so yeah spoilers spoilers indeed all the way so yeah, if you spoilers. haven't seen it and you're interested get on down get on down oh wait 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 before we start sorry what? um can i just say right you know the new spider-man trailer just came out Yes, we'll be talking about that as well. So time codes in the okay, description. Okay, okay, we'll talk about that. About yeah, that. yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah. That's important for a little bit later. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. Uh, we can Lots get things into it now. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, uh, Ghostbusters. What do you think? Um. Okay. To be honest, I thought it was a good film. I thought you know, um, I mean, there were some characters that were weak. Like it didn't have like that connection to me throughout the film because I feel like it was a bit empty especially with the relationship with the other characters that i want to explore yeah. but it wasn't you know that strong enough throughout the film um but yeah and uh the story um the story is quite interesting the, uh because it it does take on the serious it, it goes on a serious um take on you know ghostbusters um because you know the first ghostbusters film was like more mm, about the comedy yeah or about like um hunting ghosts on a bit very silly way um but this this one does take you know heart and um yeah. and feeling of you know the ghostbuster of the first ghosts film and mm. um that's what i like about it you know the, the i think i think i mean there's some key characters that really hold that um throughout the film uh but yeah especially at the end uh that was Mm, that was quite yeah. emotional that one i 100 was... i i agree with that i think the this film isn't without its its comedy but i think that what this film does so well is its emotions it's so sincere it's a love letter you know to to the original films to harold ramis mm. you know just to so many different elements and it felt so much more genuine than something like you know ghostbusters 2 or ghostbusters 2016 you know it felt a lot you can really tell that there's a lot of like care put into this yeah um, but and uh, i still don't i mean i personally i thought it was fine really did yeah i, mean, I thought it was fine like it, it wasn't i, well, I'm I not, know what you i'm mean. not i'm not overly positive about it actually you know and maybe it's just because i you know maybe maybe i was holding it to the standards of the original film and as we all know the original film is like it's like lightning in a bottle like i don't even know how that film um, is so good like how does that even work it's just incredible on so many different counts yeah ghostbusters this one, is just like one of the best films ever made it is know? it is it's yeah. one of the best films it's about nothing as well it, it doesn't really like it's not it doesn't have anything to say but it somehow mm. doesn't matter it's 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 a brilliant film absolutely incredible this one <laughs> There's a lot um, to be positive about, but I think there's just as much that I have to be a bit more negative about. I mean, first of all, the first yeah. thing is that I didn't laugh once, you know? This was like, they're kind of going with more like a modern comedy. Like, you know, 
more kind of the kind of stuff that you'd find in an MCU film. And, you know, as as anyone who's watched any podcast episodes now, I'm not a huge <laughs> fan of that kind of stuff. You know, yeah. I'm much more a fan of like the kind of comedy that you get in, you know, stuff like Ghostbusters. Um, but <laughs> still, do you smell that? Like, <laughs> yeah. Listen, do you smell something? It's it's like <laughs> that that kind of stuff. I felt like it, that wasn't here. Maybe it's because the actors didn't deliver it as well. But yeah, I didn't feel that, you know, like there's so many like in the first one, the characters managed to be so well realized without being kind of like quip machines. But they also kind of felt but in this one, they kind some of them felt very much like quip machines. And that was. Yeah. Hiring. You can see that with um, Paul Wood. Yeah, Mm. because you you can see in the other films, he's more um bit of himself you know what i mean like he has that energy throughout the film but then he, his role was his role here was a bit short because i i thought you know he could be really you know involved with like because he, he loved ghostbusters um you know that whole um ghost traps and everything that we could see more of that but i felt like you know the film was more focused on um you know why were there earth, uh, earthquakes in smallville or um small you know, who was it, it, it no smallville no That's somerville where lives oh my god no it's it's somerville sorry superman my brain is in this like, film guys it sounds spoiler so alert it is it is yeah, similar, no, okay. uh but Brilliant. it's it, it's a film is like focusing on too many other things at once i think mm. because you know we're going to focus on the the story of um phoebe's uh, granddad uh, but then you know yeah. it's it's focused on um, I forgot his name that he was he was um, he works he he works at the diner thing but then he Trevor he quit Trevor yeah I I I can't Trevor. even remember his name oh my god yeah right you know when um, he goes to the, he gets a job uh, he applies for a job there yeah and then there's two people that just goes Trevor and then just that. That I was just random. I, I I just did not expect them to say yeah. Trevor at the same time, and he goes, hey, "Yeah, yeah, you tried, you tried." I'm like what? <laughs> what? Yeah, this film I, I, it felt it felt like a film of two halves to me. The first half was like there's like seven different like plots going on at once. You know, there's yeah. so much kind of going on. They've got like two romantic subplots. You know, you've got Phoebe's main story and like, you know, trying to figure out what's happening with the granddad and then like the earthquake stuff and the Goza stuff. And then like, you got loads of different characters like kind of like coming into that and like the whole like, you know, the story between the mum and the and Egon, uh, you know, all that stuff was so crammed in there. And I think the second half for me saved the film. I thought it was much more yeah. focused. It yeah, had some really yeah. cool sequences. I thought the emotions were so much more like prevalent. The characters kind of, I think the characters are very well realized, but I think in that first half, they were a little bit one note. And I think the second half brought that back, to, you know, to to kind of like them having a bit more of a dynamic about them, you know. In the first half, Phoebe felt like, she felt like young Sheldon. It was like, which is weird because McKenna Grace, I, I'm pretty sure she's in that show, the actress who plays Phoebe, but she just felt like, yeah. you know, this kind of like Sheldon-esque character. Yeah. Um, but like in the second half, I felt like there was much more, much more to her, you know, like bravery and, and, and kind of like connection with, you know, the other Ghostbusters and Egon. I thought that stuff was mm-hmm. done really well, but I think it, I just think it, 
it struggled, man. In that first half, I really think yeah. it struggled. And I was sitting it, there it, like, the, oh, no, this yeah. isn't good. Um, I was exactly like that. <laughs> when, um, well, I watched it in Screen X, you know. Oh, did you? Uh, cool. Bit, yeah. And uh, it, was, it was a bit jarring, uh, to be honest. But I don't want to add that to my uh, negativity and my criticism. Um, but I haven't, the first half, I haven't seen I was, a Screen X film uh, since 2018 it's been three years for me Man. oh what film is it it was i think i saw three films in screen x in 2018 i saw um i saw aquaman that was it yeah i saw i saw aquaman i saw fantastic beasts crimes of grindelwald and bohemian rhapsody and i have to say great experiences all three of them you know um yeah like i think screen x is great for action sequences and if you guys yeah, don't I- know what screen x is google it it, it is it's a great experience for action, so that was the Definitely. one that I can add. But mm. for um for this film, it wasn't right actually. So okay, um, uh, okay, so I'm not gonna add that to my criticism. Uh, but <laughs> the the first half, I know exactly how um how you felt. You know, in the first half, I was just sitting there, just like realized, oh god, what is this film? Why why am I seeing these terrible jokes? And why is it so slow and dragging on and Paul Wood the, just the like... pacing was very stop and start you know like again I don't want to compare this film to Ghostbusters too much because Ghostbusters as we say is just one of the best films ever made and is and every every single element works so well but yeah. that film is an hour and 40 minutes and you get to the climax in the exact midpoint like the ghosts are like released and the, EP, the EPA like you know shut down the the power grid and like all the ghosts are released at the exact midpoint and it's perfect, you know, like the, the pacing doesn't slow down at any point and it keeps it moving, you know, and I think in this one, you know, as, it, as we kind of got into that middle point, it was dragging down and then it kind of became a bit more, you know, then it started to pick up a bit. Um, but I feel like that first half, you know, it left me very unengaged. Yeah, very um, not entertaining. Well, it wasn't really picking up with the story with everything um because you know the first half it was just like um oh no what the ghosts here oh no and then like oh the dirt the, 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 the dirt farmer oh my god he he lives there oh he's a he's a terrible person and, and um it thinks the world's ending and then not really it, it's i think it's using that horror um element you know they got an idea so you build up with the idea and it, it just drags on because this one Ghostbusters yeah. is more about I know we're not going to try and compare that but with Ghostbusters it's more about like the fun and silly uh, sides you know with, with Ghostbusting uh, but this one it's just felt like okay we're just going to build that idea and then you know with Phoebe finding all the um, with the car and with, mm. with, with all the weapons that, that, that she needs to um for ghostbusting so yeah it, it yeah, was the, the car was the car was weird why is trevor fixing the like i don't know anything about trevor as a person I, I, that why one, is he that here one, fixing the car like I don't why know. does he want the oh. car like what's happening and that, the, the confusing thing is that we don't see much backstory to why you know why are these characters like these you know like you know mm. what tre- why is trevor fixing these cars you know at the beginning mm. you know he was fixing um his mom's car but that wasn't really explained 
much, much. You know, yeah. Like, does that like, does that mean that he want like he hasn't he has an interest and a passion in cars? If so, I want to see that. You know, I think Trevor yeah. is defined by his relationship with the other characters, and I think he's got some good moments when he's with other characters. But on his own, I don't really know much about him. Like, are you fixing a car because you want to use it to impress Lucky, or do you want to just exactly. like, fix it and, and go on a joyride? Like, what what what's your motivation here? I mean, that scene when he where he goes through the crop fields felt like it was just there so they could use it in the trailer. You know. Yeah, I feel like you don't see the character motivations mm. throughout the film. It was just like yeah. a bit empty. Um, I, I feel I feel like this film did kind of the the most consistent part of it was you know Phoebe and her arc throughout the film. I thought the best yeah. scenes were like her like you know discovering things and trying out proton packs and stuff. However, oh I'll my god, I I I hated podcast like. Oh God! Podcast I understand the good. irony that we are literally talking about a character called Podcast who is defined by his podcast on our podcast. But still, <laughs> my God, he was such uh, annoying comic relief, and he and he and like, honestly, the kid actor did a good job. But there wasn't like there's nothing that not, kind of like draw me to yeah, him. I didn't know anything about him. He wasn't layered. He did get better throughout. He got a little bit less annoying, but you know, yeah. he wasn't. I guess they were kind of trying to go for like, oh yeah, he's the. He's the kind of Rick Moranis, Lewis character. Him and Paul Rudd are kind of like those two characters. Like, you know, if we're kind of comparing character types to the first yeah, Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. But it just didn't land. And I didn't like him, man. I really didn't. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I I didn't like that either. It was just, you know, we we're supposed to get annoyed, but really it was just a character that was like, that was just there, just standing in for comic relief. And, you know, at the beginning, it was just so random to have you know, podcast talking to Phoebe in a very, you know, strange way and just like oh, Yeah. He's narrating he, everything. There's a scene where like God, he was just narrating. Oh, where, where is it that they walk in somewhere? Oh and, house. And, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, they walk into the house and, and podcast is next to um Gary, Paul Rudd's character. Yeah, yeah. And he Gar- said and Gary he's like Quinn- and he, yeah, Gary Groovacine or whatever his name is. And he's like, yeah. a foreboding atmosphere fills the room. And it's just like it, it took any actual foreboding atmosphere that they were trying to have. Like, no, it just, it was just, it's just, I didn't like the comedy. And um, I guess they tried to make a payoff at the end when Ray is like, oh my God, that's you. You're that podcast. Oh, it already found its voice in episode uh, 46. But I didn't think that was like, it was yeah. like, okay, whatever, you know? Yeah. I, I feel like, you know, this film is very, uh, for the first half, it's very, um, highly expositional you know with some of the stuff that it was trying to mm. do like the, it's trying to uh, repeat the ideas over and over and over again because it's trying to you know get the you know the spookiness because we know the ghostbusters universe um after this you know like oh my god the ghosts and everything that happened and in, in in new york but they're just not accepting that to the story because was like oh I don't I don't believe in ghosts and then it's like oh because that's kind of a neat idea of um of the film but then you know I don't know if you know what I mean like yeah really I I think any I think the exposition that they tried to deliver the plot I think the main plot is like really good um yeah I I think I think think whenever it's moving I think it's great but I think that it's interspersed of you know like subplots that kind of drag it a bit down you know um and I think, therefore, there are things that aren't as fleshed out as they could be. Like, Phoebe plays chess with a ghost. Is she playing it with a ghost? Is she playing it with the ghost of her, like, of Egon? Is that is that the idea? 
Yeah, like, I think that was the yeah, idea. That, like that, like there were just various elements that were put in there, and and you know, it just confused me because they weren't as developed as they could have been. You know, no, no. Um, uh, throughout the film, I thought you know, the score, the score that was nostalgic. Ooh. I think with yeah. um, oh my god, yeah, they they brought back so many different motifs. They did. Like, they did. they yeah. had like the, the like the the evil motif, and then they had like the kind of like I don't know, almost like everyday kind of motif of the characters. And I think it, I think it really worked. It felt so much more like the first one. It doesn't. <laughs> it's funny because it doesn't acknowledge the second one like at all. I think maybe <laughs> one thing, uh, uh, the only thing that acknowledges the second film is the fact that Ray is working for Razor Cult, which is I'm pretty sure he's working in that in Ghostbusters too, but. I, I just thought that was funny. It doesn't, but it's so like the nostalgia baiting is caked onto this film. Oh my yeah. god, the nostalgia baiting killed me. There were so many moments when it would hang on a shot of something, be like, "Hey, look, remember that? Do you, do you remember? Do you remember this from the first one?" Like, yeah, I did. Yeah. I actually watched the first film a couple of weeks ago. Stop! Like it was so annoying, but I think that some cases it worked. You know, like this, it essentially has the same plot as the first film with Gozer and stuff, but that was so well integrated. You know, the idea that Ghostbusters, not Ghostbusters, Gozer comes back every every few years, and and you know, it was nineteen eighty four, and then now again in twenty twenty one. I thought that was so cool. Yeah. That was a really interesting premise, and like none of that I felt bothered me. And I think it was it was fun that we're doing like similar things, but there were some parts of it, like the mini Stay Puft marshmallows were just thrown in there for the sake of it. And I'm just there just like, yeah. please, can we stop? Um, <laughs> some of that stuff really did kill me. It felt like Force Awakens, you know, and Rogue oh, One. Oh, yeah. There's so many Force familiar Awakens. aspects that I think are really well. But then there's other things that are just like, hey, remember this? They're like poking you. Like, hey, remember that? You like this, don't you? Man, I'm like, yeah, I liked it in the 80s. Stop it. it that was, ugh. but I think genuinely, they went for a very similar plot for the first one. And it really works, you know? I thought it was, the, the ending when they actually go up against Goza had some really like the, the action throughout is like fun and fast paced. And I think the, the, the mysteries and set pieces were really fun, like with them mm-hmm. figuring out stuff. But I think the final like action scene was, was, was really, really well done because they, they added like emotions to it as well, which I think really yeah. elevated it. Yeah, it was, it was uh, <clears throat> really fun at the end. And, um, when uh, Gozo comes back, uh, J.K. Simmons, he was just yeah. there. Yeah. J.K. Simmons is there for two seconds. And I'm like, hey, yeah, I love J.K. Oh, Simmons. Gozo. but if you over the world and get whips in the heart. Anyway. Um, Wait, yeah, why? Like, very... if, you're gonna, if you're gonna use J.K. Simmons, come on, use him more, really. Oh my God. Like, he's one of the best actors. Like, why did you use yeah, him? What like, a guy. You know, whipping in the heart and everything but um but yeah uh and you know the last part you know them at the farm uh was really cool like it it kind of had like the same emotion um i don't know like when uh the original ghostbusters came back that was mm. like, oh back. yeah i was i was so like i was so worried that they would come in and save the day but I think their entrance was really, really cool. You got that little bit of nostalgia 
and then you're like, oh yeah, now they're gonna just save the day, but then they don't. They just get their ass handed to them, which like that makes sense, you know. Like they were yeah. never like the most kind of like together. They were just kind of blundering about the whole first film, and I think that was really welcome that they didn't just save everything. Yeah, and you know, they weren't as funny as they were before. As I said, I, I didn't I didn't laugh at any of this, but still to see them again and honestly, when it cut to like all four Ghostbusters standing there, you know, the three of them standing with the ghost yeah. of Egon. And, you know, they, and, and Ray says, like, to Egon at the end, I'm sorry I didn't believe you. It, it, it choked me up, you know? I thought the yeah, way same. they did that. I was yeah, like, the, the, oh, my God. The premise you know, of the film that, 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 that killed off Egon and then used him throughout, I think, was so cool. Yeah, like, I, um, I felt like that, you know, um, what's the director's name? Is it Ryman? Uh, Jason Reitman, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I can tell that he really, re- really wanted to, you know, dedicate this whole mm-hmm. film to, uh, for Harold. And Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, the, the Harold, throughout the ideas. Yeah, the, the Harold tri- tribute was super touching, and I, yeah, it, it couldn't it, it have was, been done better, you know? And it just, it just works so well for, you know, Phoebe and, um, and mm. uh, her mom as well, like, how they felt um, you know, being abandoned after yeah. uh, Egon. But, but then it just comes back, like, you know, uh, forgiveness and, you know, mm. um, you know, he wanted to save the world, you know, had to, you know, sacrifice himself and, you know, it, everything. It was just like a really powerful moment for him to um, forgive. And um, and it's cool that he came back as like, you know, as a ghost for some time because, you know, it's Ghostbusters and yeah. like... Um, it's like you know that Jedi Force goes. It was like exactly like that, but it was, it was like yeah, moments. no, it, it was actually. I think this film, it was it was weird. This film kind of did what Rise of Skywalker did at the end, when you know yeah, you've got yeah, yeah. Goza shooting a beam of lightning at, at Phoebe, and Phoebe shoot, shooting a you know um, shooting her her proton uh, beam at her, and it was like the end of Rise of Skywalker, and then you it was know, like, almost like all the Jedi come to help Rey. It was like all the Ghostbusters, but it was so much better than Rise of Skywalker. Like, just because I'm comparing, it doesn't mean that it was bad. I thought yeah. it was by far the best part of the film, you know? Yeah. And I thought that the, the way they used that was was so intelligent. But, you know, sometimes the cameos just felt like cameos. You know, maybe they could have had more to do like characters. Like Janine was in it for one scene and I was kind of like, oh, I thought oh, that she might yeah. have been in it a bit more. And Yeah, but I was, I, I must I was say, actually disappointed about that i was just like yeah want right? to see more of that yeah I, that thought, was I thought when, when, she, when she was in it i was like okay cool so they're gonna have her in it i hope that she's like you know that she pops up again and she didn't and and i thought that was a bit weird but i, I did like sigourney weaver at the end um, oh sigourney weaver yeah she came back and you know did that card yeah um, the card thing that was quite fun you know um, yeah Again, oh, I, I thought that they too. might like. Yeah. I thought they might reference uh, Ghostbusters too. I thought they might bring in her son, but they didn't. So, whatever. I guess people don't like Ghostbusters too anyway, so that, that's fine. Um, <laughs> no one mentioned Ghostbusters too. It's yeah. a war crime to mention it. Um, but uh, what else? Uh, yeah, the, the the last bit was just like a huge um, scene that was like you know it was amazing. Like what yeah. they'd done with um, with Egon throughout the film and like up to this point it just worked uh, really well yeah um, I, but... I think i think the the main family their connection not really trevor again 
What do I know Trevor. about Trevor? What Get I, out, like, Trevor. I think I think Finn Wolfhard is very good at doing the teenager. Obviously, yeah. we've seen yeah. Stranger Things. He's good at that stuff. But I don't really know much about that character. But I think the cat, like the mum and uh, what's the mum's name? Does she have a name? Um, her name is Callie. <laughs> okay. Um, so like her relationship with Egon, you know, and her kind of chip on her shoulder because like her father left. I thought that was good. Um, same with same with Phoebe, but I felt like their relationship together didn't really work. Whenever they clashed, it feels short lived, you know. Phoebe and Trevor literally like are arrested and they get away with it with barely a slap on the wrist, you know. Like they have one conversation with their mum before she gets turned into Zool, and it's like it it, it felt very much kind of like um you know, there weren't that many consequences for, for a lot of it, you know? Um, yeah. And, and I feel I feel like it did consequences really well when Egon came back at the end. You know, he was... They had him there for a short moment, but of course he had to go. And I thought that was really good. And the way that, you know, she was hugging him as he disapp- disappeared was like... Oh, it was... That stuff was just cinema, man. That was so uh. good. Like that is literally like no needed. Like that no, was yeah, exactly. like, you know, the emotion of it. Like her just hugging, you know, uh, her father. And it, another emotional bit was, you know, when um she goes down to the basement and sees all the pictures that you know he was trying to um you know see her grow over time. Yeah, you know, the pictures in the basement. Yeah, yeah. that was another emotional bit. But yeah, that definitely. last bit, it's just cinema. It is truly cinema that last bit, yeah. Cinema at its very, very finest. Um, but, you know, I like stuff like they didn't use Slimer. I th- I was so sure they were going to use Slimer. Oh, did you, I would, yeah, did you I would have Slimer? bet good money on that. If, if you'd have said, like, oh, yeah, I'll bet you £100, I would have I would have done that. But they didn't. And I was like, you know what? I'm happy about that. You know, Slimer was thrown pointlessly into Ghostbusters 2. He was, I mean, he was only there for one joke, so that's fine. But he was, again, thrown pointlessly into Ghostbusters 2016. Um, But I thought Muncher was fun, voiced by Josh Gad. But yeah, Muncher, like, you know, like, as I said, the over-reliance and the tried and tested, like the baby marshmallows was so annoying. But I enjoyed this kind of spin on Slimer, the first one they have to try and catch. And they do catch it and they get thrown in jail. And then, like, he comes back later to kind of munch the the bars. I just thought he was fun. Fun little ghost there. Um, I really think that the elements of this film that work really work. But the elements that don't, they just Mm. very, really just didn't. Yeah, they, uh, like, just... Yeah, they didn't go for me. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, it was just, like, so empty with, like, you know, but the elements from Ghostbusters, it was just, like, nothing mm. there. I mean, it was, like, it needed, like, a whole new take on that. Um, yeah, maybe if the film was a little bit, like, shorter and they cut some stuff out. Like, I think, obviously, you've got two romantic subplots. You've got Gary and Kelly, and you've got um, Trevor and Lucky. Uh, and I think that while neither of them really kind of go into like full romance um yeah i think that you could take out the gary and kelly stuff you know like honestly i don't think you really need it because i think as we've said trevor can we just like (laughs) who who are you trevor like he needed more time so desperately and i feel like maybe if they took away some of the paul rudd time to get and gave it to trevor my boy trevor (laughs) Uh, Hashtag release the Trevor cut. I feel like that would have, you know, been great. 
Yeah. Um, what else? Um, yeah, we talked about pacing. Uh, mm-hmm. it, is there a lot to talk about? Um, well, there's, I think there's one more thing that I want to say, and then we can kind of give our scores and call it a day. Um, yeah. I think that similar to Creed, so you know in Creed when they don't play the Rocky theme for the whole film, and then there's this oh, one, yeah. like, really impactful moment where Rocky's like, get up in the final fight, and, and Creed gets and Creed gets up, and they play the Rocky theme, and he's earned that title. At the end of this film, when it says, for Harold, and then it, and then it went into New York, and the Ghostbusters theme came in. Cinema, baby. Cinema. Yeah. That was so good. They, they used uh, it once. They only needed to use it once. And it was so, so good. It was so rewarding to get that moment. And it doesn't matter, like, any, like, the Ghostbusters theme will always be awesome. And it always has been awesome. And yeah. that was just so fun. Like, there was a horrible joke in the film where Phoebe was like, oh, I want, I want one phone call. And the police chief says, who are you going to call? I don't know if, did people in the cinema laugh when you said that? Because... People did this and people did when I was there, and I was there just like this is horrible. <laughs> this joke was. I mean, like, come on, stop playing with jokes and just like you know, yeah. just like, it's like okay. The film was so <laughs> but... much better at doing emotions than doing jokes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The first film um, felt like it was written by comedians because it was written by comedians, but yeah, this, this yeah. film wasn't written by comedians, and I'm sure they had passes on the script, but yeah, that that didn't land. But who cares? The Ghostbusters theme was awesome. It was so cool, and yeah, like it's times of that when you realize this is why they keep on making making Ghostbusters films because you know when you get the theme playing and you get like the Ghostbusters together, people love it. I loved that. That was so cool. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, I love that. Um, yeah, there's there was a lot of stuff that wasn't really um, amazing that like, in the first half, but the second half was like really cool. You know, exploring it out uh, that. That mountain, in yeah, yeah is it mountain? Um, yeah, okay, mountain. Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed that it wasn't just another building. They kind of went into the mystics of Goza a little bit. Um, Goza, and they yeah. had like this this huge like Goza like mural in the wall. I thought that was terrifying, man. Like the, yeah, the giant Goza and all the people scrambling up at them, and and you know you got Zool and Vince, and yeah, I thought that was really cool. However, I have to say. Zul and Vince, the keymaster and the gatekeeper, were they, were they, were, I, were they animatronic? Because I thought they were, they yeah, looked so they good. Look, yeah, yeah, I thought they, they were, I think they're animatronic, really animatronic and they looked incredible. Um, um, again, CGI is is never as good as animatronic or prat- or just like oh. any practical effects, puppetry, however you want to do it. But they look so good, you know, like. And they just look natural and, and and creepy and just like you know giant devil dogs. You know that's what you want yeah. them to look like. They were so cool. Like Jurassic Park, they use like yeah. a lot of animatronics. Yeah, in that. they do. That was so cool. Like the Triceratops. Ah, oh, just like how they did that. Oh. That was cinema. cinema. <laughs> um, yeah, this. That's film another was... one, isn't it? They, they, they feel like so many films, like from like the 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 seventies, eighties, and nineties. That they keep on making, like you know, they're making the Jurassic World films. They made Ghostbusters Afterlife, oh, yeah, even yeah. Terminator. Every few years, they try and reboot Terminator and Predator. It's like, when are they going to realize that you're never going to make, 
you know, you're never going to make as much of a cultural impact or, you know, you're oh, never going to kind of recapture yeah. the magic the audiences love, you know. Yeah, um, you cannot, you cannot um, rework a masterpiece. That's no, the thing not you can do. No. But in fairness, Ghostbusters Afterlife, it wasn't as bad as something like Fallen Kingdom. It wasn't as bad oh, as like the, oh, the Predator or Terminator Genesis. Like <laughs> it, it had a lot to love. And I think a lot of that is because Jason Reitman, obviously being the son of Ivan Reitman, has, you know, this this franchise has been such a big part of his life when he was growing up and and he really understands what makes it work. And I think a lot of it does work. Uh, so what do you think you yeah. give it out of 10? Um, I thought it was a uh, this was a good film. I mean, it had like its struggles, you know, what it was trying to do. Um, mm-hmm. I would give it a six or a five. Okay, um, I'm gonna give five. I think there is exactly as much that I liked and that I didn't like, um, which is a shame. You know, a lot of people say it's great, a lot of people don't. I don't think it's amazing. I don't think it's terrible. I think it's in the middle. Um, if you're thinking about just the second half, it's a nine. Are you kidding me? If you're thinking about just the first yeah. half, it's like a three. It, it really is night and day how yeah, good the second half is, is and, how, and how dreadful the, the, the first half is. And I think that that's clever because audiences are going to leave the film and be like, oh yeah, that was great because they have just spent like the second hour of the film loving it or the first hour, they might have not have loved it so much. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, was just, it wasn't really impactful the first half, but the second half is like, wow. Okay, that's yeah, that was really good. Um, I'm I'm curious, what would you say to a fourth film? Um, obviously no. at the end of this film, I I missed the second. Apparently, there's a second post credit scene, but oh, apparently, like yeah, I, I missed it. I, I already left. Oh, uh, I missed it. Apparently, like Winston is like rich and he like reinstates Ghostbusters. So, oh. would you take a second, a, a fourth film with like the new Ghostbusters crew, like in New York? What do you think? Okay, that's a lot. Uh, there's a lot to digest from that. Uh, <laughs> okay, so what we learned from Ghostbusters Two was that it was a massive disaster um, from that film. But if somehow they can do, you know, work some magic with the Ghostbusters and you know make it a lot better, then. Uh, Ghostbusters 2 and the Ghostbusters 2016. Uh, we, we won't we won't talk about Ghostbusters 2016 though because that was a new. Um... Anyway, yeah, with, with I, it, I they think... can do. Go on, yeah, yeah, if they can on. do anything that is like hugely special to the first one, like it can, you know, have that magic back to what the, the Ghostbusters was, and uh, they. I wish they can have like something that really has like a, a, a special journey for each of the characters you know from the first one but you know it's make it more comical make it you know light and funny because you don't see a lot of comedies with you know with sci-fi or with um with some elements with that because that's what we're missing you know like with Bats the future or um star wars oh my God. I, like, I swear if they make it if they make a fourth back back to the future film we we riot oh. We riot. We go to. The, we go to what? What? Wait, uh, which company owns that film? Universal, Sorry. I think. Universal. We go. We storm down. Universal. We're coming for you, Universal. Um. Apparently, as long as Robert Zemeckis says that, as long as he's alive, they will never make a fourth film. So, um, how old is he? 
<laughs> yeah, good question. I have no idea. He must be in his 70s. Uh, Robert Zemeckis age. He said, oh, he's exactly 70. So, um, oh, wow. Right. Yeah, he's got, he's got like 20 years in him or so. So hopefully, yeah. yeah. Hopefully they don't make that. Um, but yeah, I, I think if they make, a, if they made a fourth Ghostbusters film, I wouldn't hate it, the idea of it, but I think, I, I think we can leave it here. I don't think, unless they make a fourth film, I don't think I'll ever watch Ghostbusters Afterlife again. Maybe if I if I see it on streaming or something, but I really don't think I ever have any uh, kind of um, drive or motive to uh, to watch yeah. it again. Really. Um, yeah, I, I have like nothing to um, to watch that film again. I mean, yeah, it was great for the emotional part, but. I wish there was more Paul Wood. That was the one thing that I wanted to see, like Paul Wood, uh, just like just being there because you know Paul Wood's great. Yeah, Paul I'm Wood sorry. is great. Yeah. Um, yeah, never yeah. seen it some more Paul Wood. Uh, I think that um, in terms of Ghostbusters sequels, this is. I think this is definitely better than Ghostbusters 2016. Oh like, yeah, I don't, I don't think anyone's going to dispute that. Um, is it better than Ghostbusters two? I'm going to say tentatively yes, but not by much. I watched Ghostbusters 2 for the first time recently. I don't think it's dreadful. No, not not at all. I don't think it's dreadful. Um, but I think it's self-aware, you know, to the to the point where, like, there's some really good aspects of it, of its self-awareness, and, and the premise of it is really cool. But I think this film had more sincerity to it. And Ghostbusters 2, not really. Um Apart from like when they are in the Statue of Liberty and they're playing, your love keeps lifting me higher and higher, and the New York is chanting. And it's have you seen Ghostbusters two? I watched a bit of it. Yeah, it's it's not it's not great, but uh, no. I think that it was on TV. I, I, but then I was like watching it. I was like, oh no, we're not <laughs> we're not watching that. We're not watching that. There's a, just, there's, there's we a bit. Back. <laughs> there's a bit in Ghostbusters two when. Um, they get the proton packs on for the first time and they're in the court and and um peter like activates him and he goes do and then and then ray does his and he goes ray and obviously the idea is that you go do ray me and then and then they like and then and then egon so he says do ray and then egon because obviously ray's name is ray and he just says like do ray Egon, and it was literally the like I I I I, I died inside. It might be the worst joke I've ever seen. And and oh man, I don't think Ghostbusters Afterlife ever gets that bad to the point. But it's also hilarious. Ghostbusters too. It's also so funny because it's just crazy. It's insane. <laughs> they must have been on so many different kinds of drugs when they wrote that thing. Um, it is actually just insane. But yeah, it's so weird, man. Um. <laughs> Right. Yeah, Ghostbusters that. Afterlife uh, is definitely better. Uh, but yeah, yeah I, I think in the future, I'll, I'll watch Ghostbusters again. I don't think I'll ever watch Ghostbusters 2 or Ghostbusters Afterlife ever again. But I don't think I have any. Ghostbusters is great. If you're not going to watch Ghostbusters ever like, again in your life, come on. Yeah, it's great. Great. Come on, man. I think I watch yeah. Ghostbusters at least once a year. It's so good. Any excuse to watch Ghostbusters. I love that film, man. It's great. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, yeah. I think 
that is it for you know with the Ghostbusters. But um, what was like your favorite moment in Ghostbusters? Like the first one. What was your favorite moment? <laughs> oh my, that's such a difficult question. Um, because there's some great moments that I really like to know. I mean, the whole scene in the mayor's office is great. When they're like, when he's like, everything was fine until the until the power grid is shut off by Dickless over here. Is this true? Yes, this is true. This man has no dick. <laughs> it's like there's so many like incredible. And he's like, Your Honor, I've only been with this company for for a few months, but I've but I, but I can tell you these things are real. I have seen shit that'll turn you white. It's like I just love that scene so much. And like when like like the the like when Peter's like. Mr. Mayor, if you do this, Lenny, you will be saving a city full of, of registered voters. And then you cut to the priest who just like who puts his thumbs up and it's like, it's just the funniest thing. Oh, that for, what about you? What's your favorite moment from Ghostbusters? Um, the, 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 the great moment from uh, Ghostbusters for me was like um, when they caught um, Simon. Is it Simon? Yeah. No. Yeah, Simon. And then Bill Murray's character is just like, we came, we saw, and kicked it. <laughs> we came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Did you see it? What is it? What do you have here, sir? Is a classic stage four apparition. Oh, it's so good. And he's like, $500,000? That's absolutely ridiculous. I won't pay it. Oh, we can put it back in here. No, no, no. Like, it's so funny. And obviously the staple of Marshmallow Man, like, Ray, what did you do? Oh, shit. What did you do, Ray? It's the staple of Marshmallow Man. <laughs> Cut to a giant Marshmallow Man walking. Oh, it's just so iconic ah oh, maybe one day God. we'll do an episode on ghostbusters it's like oh, just one of the greatest wait, films there's ever so made. much stuff to talk about that film there's it's like so good with the music with, with the characters and oh, the last yeah, scene you know where they cross streams ah oh yeah cinema <laughs> nice work with dr venkman yeah it, it, it's it's so good and in the end how they're all covered in marshmallow apart from <laughs> venkman who's just fine oh, <laughs> oh in the beginning he's like are you alice currently menstruating what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> Back off, man. I'm a scientist. <laughs> Why? Well, I just, oh, I just love that film, man. Uh, I'm going like, to watch it now. I'm going to watch it now. Yes, right, I watched watch it, like, it like, I watched it a couple of days ago, like in preparation uh, for the both Ghostbusters Afterlife. And oh, it's just cinema of the highest order. What a, what a film. What a oh, film. Oh, my God. Let's um, talk about the Spider Man No Way Home yeah, trailer. Yeah. No way home. Right. It's so, been a long time coming. We've been waiting for this for ages. It feels like it feels like yeah. Twitter has been on fire every week. Like, where's the trailer? Um, uh, but here we are. Me, what do you think? Uh, I've just been wait, waiting patiently for the trailer. <laughs> I was just like sitting down. Just, like, Twitter's waiting. on fire, and everyone's like, like you know, like throwing. Like, oh my god! Where's the like, trailer? And John's just sitting there, like in the corner, just like this is fine. Just sitting there in the corner, like this is fine. This is fine. I'm just sitting here, just drinking my G2O. <laughs> um, Another J2O. Yeah. Oh, um, best flavor um, is orange and passion, passion fruit. Don't go. Yeah, but, but I do like I do like raspberry and apple though. I'm not gonna lie. That, but that, apple, ooh. apple mango. I think. Ooh. Ooh. That's good. I tell you what There's... though, the um, there's like a special Christmas one. I know, right? Um, like. Oh, right. <laughs> And it has it's 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 like glitterberry, and it's so nice, man. Like, the, it actually has glitter in it. You know, like when you shake it too uh, low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's glitter. Right. Okay, Tom. <laughs> if you remember yeah. years and years ago, 
there was one flavor that I absolutely loved from Jato, and I sh- I shared it with you. And it was like an orange one. It had like Victorian stuff in it, and it was like a Jato well. And it was like orange and something, and it, it was like the best flavor. Oh man, and I think now... I remember that man. Is it gone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did yeah, yeah. still make it? it was... I don't know. That's the one Ooh. thing I can't find because it was so good that flavor, and like. It, it, I, I need to find it again. It was just so good. Now they just ladies don't and, make it anymore. Ladies and gentlemen, we are now rebranding to the Outer Time J2O podcast. Um, and we will dedicate our lives to the search of this mysterious flavor of J2O, of which we, drank. we will never find yeah. ever again. Let me let me search like okay, right. Dif- it different is J2O flavors. What we got, what we got, what we got, what we got. Okay. As of 2019, the J2O range of flavors includes apple and mango, apple and raspberry, orange and passion fruit, spritz pear and raspberry, spritz apple and watermelon, spritz apple and elderflower, spritz peach and apricot, flamingo fling, which is a limited edition. What the hell is flamingo Wait. fling? Wait, I'm gonna. What's happening right now? Um, mint, forest, orange, cherry, and chocolate. What? That sounds amazing. What? What? Wait, which is wait, also what? limited edition. Toucan Trist, which is also limited edition. Glitterberry, that's the one that I had at Christmas, which is also, also limited edition, apparently. And Summer Shine, which is also limited edition. I did not know there were so many flavors of J2O. Like, what is happening right, right. now? I, I need to... Right. We're just going to study... We're going to study carefully on this J2O. Um, Tune right. back in next week yeah. for another update on the J2O. The J2O oh Chronicles. God. Let me send... I'm going to send you the list that I just found. Right. Oh, that is a, that is bad formatting. Formatting. What? Right, because it is it is orange and wait, wait, wait. You found it. I found it. I found it. What wait, is it? Wait, what wait, is wait. it? It it's orange, lemon, and mandarin. <gasps> what? That's not even on this list. Excuse me. Orange, lemon, and mandarin. What's going on? <laughs> It's here. Oh my no god, way. I found it. Oh, these years. Orange, lemon, and mandarin. Oh my god. Oh, oh my god. Wait, have you found it? I found it. Where, 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 where is it available, John? What am I doing? I'm not finding anything here, you know. Oh my god. It it, it is midnight amber. Yes. Midnight amber. Yes. And it's midnight amber. Oh why wow, so it's just coming up with a perfume. Uh, no, uh, I'll Wait. show you. Oh Wait, I see you. it. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is insane. What is going uh, on? What a what a time! <laughs> this is mad. This is beautiful, John. I'm gonna cry. This is like wait, wait, get, wait, wait. There's a poem. You get three for nine. There's, there's a poem. There's a poem for this chaser. There's a poem. Okay, as the kite strikes midnight, delicious fruits tumble down steep steps of the tower as it uh, as couples spin even faster. The air fills with wonderful blend of orange, lemon, and winter. Oh, 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 aromas. 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 That's beautiful, man. 
I'm gonna cry. That's like, uh, wh- oh my where God. can I get it? Where can I, I get it? I will now weep. This is beautiful. What a time to be alive. Oh my That's God. Insane. Where can I get it? Where can I get it? I don't think no. it's available anymore. I think it's Lint Edition, like so many before. <laughs> John, that so year, sorry. All those years ago, I couldn't find it. All those it's years. Gone. I'll never get that taste ever again. Anyway, Sp- Spider Man, no way. Home what's trailer. happening? Spider Man, no way J- to J2O. The latest, oh the latest film, of course. Um, I mean, I'm still stunned by <laughs> whether um, they even still have Glitterberry. That's the problem. They have yeah, yeah. That's the that, that's the one that I'm pretty sure I've had that a couple of Christmases now. That's like a oh. that's a thing that I've had a few times. That was twenty. That was twenty fifteen. That G two been that Amber limited edition. What six years ago? Oh man, yes. John. I hate to break it to you, but we're old. We are old men. <laughs> Oh my god! I need a walking I, stick. I, I want it. I just want the flavor. Why can't we have the flavor? We need it back. This is like Szechuan sauce, but one of the best drinks ever made. <laughs> oh my god! This is insane. I, I just it. want to point out we've been talking about this for seven minutes. <laughs> Who knew this pod would take on such a such a wild <laughs> turn? It oh really finds god. its voice in episode sixty-five. Oh my god! Oh my god! Amazing! This, I want the drink now. Okay, I need it. Spider-Man: No Way Home. J two where we're not sponsored by J two where. I'm sorry, but we <laughs> we J2O, could be. Honestly, listening. if you're listening, J two O, sponsor us. We will try on air all your new flavors. And, and that flavor, please, the orange, lemon, and mandarin. <laughs> Give it to us now. No! Right, okay. So, okay. So, um, when I mentioned uh, Spider-Man No, no Way Home um, trailer, the mm-hmm. trailer just mm-hmm. uh, came on uh, on Cinema's Afterlife. It did, yes. Oh, my God. I got yeah. it, too. Best moment of my life. I was so happy. I was just, I was just like, I was yes. like, oh, my God, this is so Cinema. good. I was like, <laughs> just sitting there, just like, oh, my God, it's here. <laughs> And just like you know, seeing it on the big screen. Um, but the crazy thing is, is that this trailer just came out uh, Tuesday, right? Uh, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, and or oh, Wednesday, I don't know. But um, when it came, that's so quick for you know cinema to have that trailer. Mm. You know. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, let's be honest. I think that it's likely that Spider-Man: No Way Home will be the first film post-pandemic to hit a billion dollars. 100% is that going to happen? Like yeah. everyone on the internet is excited about this. It's the, the first trailer is the most viewed trailer ever. Um, you know, like regular movie audience goers love Spider-Man, love the MCU, love Andrew Garfield, love Toby, you know, like so much. I think there's going to be so much love for this film. Whether even if it, if it's good or not, I think this film will do very well um, financially. Um, but yeah, this trailer... I think everyone thought it was gonna have Toby and Andrew in it. I am but, so but. so I'm so glad that they're not in it. Like, oh my yeah. god, I was so like imagine this, John. Just cast your mind back to 2019 and imagine if they put the 
like the cinematic masterpiece of a moment where Captain America catches the hammer or where the portals open or where he says Avengers Assemble. Imagine if they put that in the trailers for Endgame. We would have lost our collective shits. You yes. can't spoil that kind of thing in, in, we, in a trailer. We, like, what is the point? If we reacted that together, we would have, like, died. I'm sorry, yeah. we just died. It would have been amazing, don't get me wrong, but... Seeing yes. that in the cinema for, for the first time, and I am I am I am incredibly critical about Endgame, but seeing that in the cinema, very critical, man. Yes, that made me so happy, and it still makes me happy to this day. It's yes. brilliant. However, uh, you can't put that stuff in the trailer, and I'm so happy that, that yeah. Toby and Andrew aren't in the trailer. You know, the trailers yeah. still haven't shown us that much about it. You know, we kind no, of now understand even... a bit more about the plot, but still, I'm happy that we haven't seen a whole yeah. lot. Yeah, we even barely scratched the surface of this film we only seen like not anything and anything else that you know, <laughs> we've we only, only saw, seen like, not anything <laughs> yes <laughs> uh, like i mean not you know different uh, stuff there as well but like dr strange this is spider-man Oof. Ooh. oh yeah i mean that's gonna be cool i mean point out this is the first time that mcu spider-man has finally stood up against another uh hero for what he believes in Thank you. I've been waiting years for him to see him stand yes. up to the hero. You know, like the whole time in the MCU, he's just been kind of like, oh, Mr. Stark. Like, but I think oh, that Stark, ob- yeah. <laughs> obviously there's more to him than that, but like still, this, that makes me so happy. Doctor uh, Strange, not Doctor Strange, Doctor Octopus versus <laughs> Spider Man. Now that's cinema. Hearing that Doctor Octopus say, you're not Peter Parker. That's like, that is. Like, oh, that is, like, my favourite thing now. That's, like, it. That's it. Cinema's peaked. Like, just seeing oh. him not only destroy the Iron Spider suit, but, like, yeah, dude. So the cool. One thing I'm, that I'm happy I that. Really want, The one thing that I really want to see, you know, that meme, that Spider-Man pointing at each other, just like, hey, you <laughs> That Spider-Man. is 100% going to happen. With um, all three, just, like, pointing at each other, just like, oh, my God, just doing that. That will be... Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think that's going to happen. I think this trailer implies that the that Toby and Andrew are going to come in the final battle. Um, you know, like in the Statue of Liberty, which is now going, which is being changed to a Captain America Statue of Liberty. Yeah, yeah, um, that's cool. I mean, like, yeah, I think, I'm, I'm, I think yeah. that's quite fun. Um, I think it makes for a nice little set piece. Uh, very different for what they've been going for so far. But yeah, I think the fact that. The, the trailer makes it seem like they're going to come in that, in, in that final um, action scene. I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think they'll be in yeah. it before then so they can have some time to talk to Tom and kind of like establish themselves as heroes. And I think that we'll get the pointing scene. I think they'll all like, there is literally one scene that I want and it's a scene where, where Toby sits down with Tom and he says, my uncle once told me, with great power comes great responsibility. Uh, and, and Tom says... I'm getting good responsibility. I'm getting good yeah, responsibility. exactly. And Tom says, I know, my uncle said the same thing. Or even better, and I, t- I, t- I saw this on Twitter and I need this. Toby says, my uncle once said. And then, and then Tom says, with great power comes great responsibility. And like, just a beautiful moment. I think that'd be amazing. Uh, um, like, oh, the, the great thing is just that... Um, it's kind of like kind of the different generations of Spider-Man you, you kind of see on, on screen yes. there. Like, you can see that. And, Definitely. you know, they share all the life story, like, you know, what happened with, like, you know, with their MJ or their mm-hmm. Gwen Stacy. And, like, that gives that 
Spider-Man a whole yeah. like well we, we talked a little and... bit about this um on text uh but a lot of people think that Andrew's Spider-Man is going to be the one who saves MJ from falling what do you think about that that is going to be a beautiful arc Let's yeah tell you. That, I agree that just like saves everything and you know saves a lot of grievances for you know um to uh, Andrew Garfield's um Spider-Man you know you couldn't save anyone but he saved other people, you know. He could save yeah, millions, he but he can't save one. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he couldn't save his Gwen, but he can help. I don't I don't think that he should be the one to save him. I think he should help Tom. I think he should, like, swing Tom into MJ and be like, you can save your MJ, I couldn't save my Gwen. That kind of thing, maybe, like... Yeah. I, think, I, I, think, I think it'd be so cool. We're seeing... <laughs> the funniest thing is everyone is asking Andrew Garfield, is he in Spider-Man? And you just see him get so tired. He's just there just like, <sighs> like, yeah, like, he can't you hide it, it like, guys, like, I, Wait. like, I might be, I might not be, just leave it alone. Like, yeah. Um, the, uh, what was I going to say? Um, we don't, we haven't heard anything from Toby Maguire. Yeah, he's he's apparently met a lot of um like fans and talked to them, but he hasn't been in any. <laughs> Do you know what the last film Toby Maguire was in? The Great Scott. It was no the Boss Baby. <laughs> he played the old like the old um like the narrator of like the old like main character. You kidding um, me? There, no, yeah. There is a there is a beautiful like <laughs> right. Okay, let me find it. Let me find it. Um, you kidding me? You you say that no, he's in the Boss no. Baby and then like he could have been a yeah. lot. Wait, Thompson's he's a great actor. No, he is. Uh, right. Okay, let me find ah! it. There is a there is a video. Right. Okay. Get Instagram up now and watch this. Um. I, I, for those of you who don't know, because I, I can't put it on, I can't play it on the screen right now, but it's a video of Toby Maguire talking about, like, it's like it's like five seconds long. It's just him talking about um about the boss baby. It's brilliant. All right, just give me some time. Just trying to... Yeah, of course, of course. Um, so, he wasn't... <sighs> no, he hasn't been in anything God. since then. And, and obviously, Andrew uh, Garfield is promoting his new film, Tick, Tick, Boom. Um, which is why he's doing so much like press and stuff. Wait, there's one thing we, that we forgot. What do we forget? Venom. 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 He might be in this film. Get him, get him. Uh, well, I mean, I guess I think Venom will be in it. I think very clearly he will be. I don't. I don't think Topher Grace's Venom from Spider-Man Three will be in it because he's dead. Um, dead. But I think that I think that Tom Hardy's Venom will almost. 100% definitely be in it. The post credit scene uh, of Let There Be Carnage 100% like points that direction. Um, yeah, I, I think he'll be in it. Definitely. Yeah, I wonder what role he's going to serve as. I think either he's going to be... I think it's likely he's going to be the final member of the Sinister Six. Obviously, we've got Lizards, Electro, Sandman, Goblin, Ark... I think it's likely that, but maybe Ock's a good guy, because um, there is a shot in this trailer of Electro shooting lightning, and it hits Ock. Now it might not be aimed at Ock, but I think that's interesting. Maybe Doctor Octopus is, is like has been rede- like redeems himself, you know, like like how, okay, how his okay, arc uh, in Spider Man Two ends. Okay, I found it. I found it. Okay, you got it. Yeah. 
<laughs> He's just this boss baby. <laughs> He's just this boss bit. Honestly, what I don't know why Tobin McGuire. <laughs> honestly, he seems like he has no idea what he's talking about. He's just like, yeah, he's just this boss I, I baby. That he's like passionately confused. Just like, like oh. the boss baby, man. Uh, boss I'm, baby. Okay, but with no way home, I'm just like so so excited to see. Yeah. Um, like it. It even looks better than the other. Like visually. That opening shot of, of Tom's Peter in the rain, oh, it looks so good, man. Like yeah. some of these, like there's like uh, there's like the the sequence with um Tom's Peter and uh like Electro like near the pylons, which is like kind of like in like it, at nighttime, like oh, it just it, it looks it looks visually really cool, especially compared to you know other MC Spider Man stuff. Still, the color grading isn't amazing, but it it looks good. Um. The one thing I want to ask is there is a scene where Aunt May is running and in the same scene Tom tries to catch a pumpkin bomb Oh, which then explodes. Do you oh. think Aunt May is going to die? I can tell we haven't even barely scratched the surface of this film but <laughs> no. with Aunt May dying that's gonna be um that's gonna be a lot for Spider-Man. Um yeah, I really see here's the thing. I really want Spider-Man to go through some significant losses in this film because yeah. you know, like that is what makes Spider-Man the loss that he experiences and the pain that he has to go through. You know, uh, they, I mean they, like they tried to do that with Tony in Endgame and Far From Home. And yeah, sure, they, they definitely tried. Um but in this film, you've got the opportunity to, to you know, make someone big die. I don't think MJ is going to die because it's Zendaya. They're not going to kill Zendaya. They're not crazy. They didn't even They're have the marketing. Yeah. Are you kidding me? It's Zendaya, um, for goodness sake. <laughs> I don't think they'll kill... I, I, I think they will kill Aunt May, but I don't want them to because Aunt May's relationship with Peter and the idea that the whole world forgets that he's... That he's uh, that Spider-Man is Peter Parker and so we have to deal with Aunt May not knowing and all the consequences that come with that which is again some of the best Spider-Man stuff however I think Ned I would love it if Ned dies he is like he has like he has a connection to Peter they're good friends I think his death would mean a lot to Peter it would really hurt him but at the same time Ned Ned doesn't really do anything he doesn't have a role in the plot he's not like he's not really been there to like critique Peter he's just there as like comic relief and I think it'd be great if we killed him. Yeah. Saying that, I think Aunt May is going to die. Hundred <laughs> percent. I think yeah. this trailer suggests that she will die. Um, but who knows? I guess who knows? Um, yeah, and this trailer didn't show Daredevil either. Matt Murdock, who is again pretty much definitely going to be in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can tell there's going to be uh like Endgame. It's going to be like that level of like excitement. And yeah. Hype. But I, I hope but it's better I'm, than I'm Endgame. I'm putting my expectations low. Because I don't want to be. <laughs> I haven't. I'm sorry. Spider Man's my favorite Marvel character. He's like my second favorite superhero <laughs> after Batman. His he, films. He's, are, he's mean... my sec- Yeah, he's my second favorite as well. Yeah, but, his his uh... film means so much. His films mean so much. I need to more Spider Man comics. I'm, I need more. I need yeah. Oh my god. Same. More. Um, like honestly, I will always be excited for whatever Spider Man does. So 
yeah, my expectations are high. Fuck it. You know, if it's bad, I will feel the consequences. But <laughs> yeah. Um shall we shall we end it there? Should we roll out? Um uh, yeah, sure. Let's do let's that. Do yeah. It. Okay. Uh so thank you for listening today. We we um we had an interesting uh discussion about uh Ghostbusters. <laughs> J2O. J2O, yes. Um we, we must I, find I, I the really, flavors. Uh, does wait, does J2O have an Instagram account? I'll oh, be so happy. I wouldn't be surprised. No, they don't. Really? Whoa, they don't. That's so weird. That's wrong, man. What happens if I what what about hashtags? Hashtag J2O. Wow, none of the hashtags are they're all about planes. <laughs> Wait, what? All the hashtags about J2O are about planes. None of them are about there's Planes? one. There's one about J2O's. That's so weird. I, uh, I I'm I'm betrayed. <laughs> I'm just we're betrayed by our love of J2O. What uh, bullshit? Can we, can we can we give them an email or something? I mean, yeah, this is like contact them being like, please give us your money so we can promote J2O. <laughs> <laughs> or like like lemon. Um, and orange and mandarin. If it's oh, yeah. still like somewhere at, I don't know, I don't know. But I remember getting the six pack version of it. Oh my god, it was amazing! It was so the only good. time you've ever had a six pack. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, uh, so yeah, if, yeah, if you enjoyed we... the video, give it a thumbs up. If you have any yeah. like thoughts on what we said, like you know, Spider Man, J Two O's, Ghostbusters. Let us know. Let us know if you want to do a, a video on the first Ghostbusters because I would love to talk about the first Ghostbusters. I could gush about that film for hours. Um, and yeah, send us an email about any of these things. Ask us some questions, you know, about like Spider-Man. And next week, John, what are we doing next week? The Spider-Man films. Yes, we're doing the Raimi trilogy. I'm so excited, honestly. Yes! You should see my notes. I've shown you my notes, actually. I've got like, I've just got so much to say about the, the Raimi trilogy. I am in love. I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be great. Um, that is, I've been waiting for this moment for so long. And then the week after we're doing the Amazing Spider-Man films, the week after we're doing the MCU Spider-Man films, and the week after that, No Way Home time, baby. I'm so baby. excited. This is a really, really exciting stretch for the pod. So, you know, subscribe if you want to see more, because I promise you will not be disappointed. I'm so excited to talk about, about these films and we will do them justice or as much as we can. I can't promise high top films level quality, but I can promise a good ass time. Oh, um, it's going to be a long episode, this one. Oh uh, yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. We're going back to our to our roots of long ass episodes. Um, uh, and yeah, follow us on Twitter and Instagram as well if you want to, you can see uh, all of our thumbnails on uh, Instagram done by an incredible thumbnail artist, Zane. He just sent me the one for Ghostbusters and I must say it looks really cool. Um, and uh, on Twitter, you just like hear my thoughts about like tons of things. I tweet a lot. And yeah, so like, yeah, check that stuff out if you're interested. And I think that's everything. Is that everything? Um, okay, so yeah, uh, wear your mask, go into the cinema. Because come on, get vaccinated. I mean, come on. Yeah, go, I, feel, go I, get... feel, I feel like I should be getting my booster soon. I have no idea. Yeah, go get your booster, man. Go get your booster. My booster's mm-hmm. not until like... 
Yeah, I don't think mine's in until more next weeks, year. More weeks to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, go go watch some films at the cinema. There's some great stuff. I mean, Ghostbusters Afterlife. I mean, if you want something that is painfully d- d- dragging on for the first yeah. half, I mean, it was. Yeah, it was fine, but I think it's worth it for the second half. Um, yeah, worth it for the second if half. You, if you want to see something really good at the cinema, go watch Spencer. Woo! That is a film. Oh, is Spencer. Cinema. Yeah, it's incredible, man. It is absolutely incredible. Right. Go watch Spencer. Oh, Last Night in Soho. There's, lo- there's loads of films. You can just track back in our videos. We've talked about loads of stuff, you know? There's some great stuff out, and there's some great stuff coming out. The Matrix looks amazing. Every time oh, I see the, the cinema. Matrix, bro, every, bro. Every, every time I'm in the cinema, and I get the trailer, chills every single time. It's one of the uh, best trailers we've that like, song? Oh, so good. Like every time it like does like the climax and you see like the person like I'm not quite sure who it is and they're like jumping from like the building to building and like oh it just gives me chills man bro, like bro, after all matrix. this time going we back to, to where, where it all started going back to the matrix yeah we are talking about the matrix don't you worry on the the 26th of December so it's our episode after we after we do no way home so don't worry everyone uh, we're talking about the matrix of course we are man. Oh, and Hawkeye starts next week. That's oh, that's weird. I forgot about that. Oh. Um, yeah, oh. but yeah, we're not. We are, for those of you who are wondering, we're not going to be doing weekly videos, but we will do a video in early 2022 uh, talking about the whole show as a whole. Um, yeah, hope it's good. I think maybe maybe Kingpin's in it. I don't know. Apparently, the oh, rumors yeah. say that he's going to be in it. Who knows? Oh, Davi. Interesting, but yeah, uh, I'm not excited for the Hawkeye show. Are you? Um, I think it has potential, but from the looks of okay. the trailers, I'm not that excited. No, um, but I think it could. I think it could be really cool. So I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm so excited for the Matrix. So excited. Um, Oh, yeah, it's coming back in cinemas, uh, the first original It film. is, uh, yes. Yeah, as I said last week, it's coming back. I don't know if I'm, don't know if I'm going to watch it. Uh, I think I will. I don't know when it's out, though, so I'll have to check that. Um, but, yeah, um, so without further ado, we will see you all. And we expected you all to be there next week for Sam Raimi's Spider-Man trilogy. Trust me, it's going to be a fun one. Uh, I'm very excited. It's such a beefy episode so it's gonna be yeah, a go, get, go grab some popcorn for this it's gonna be a wild one right yeah. okay and thank you for listening without oh, oh please John. did you say did, say it say the say the thing oh okay uh, thank you for listening okay <clears throat> take what you're given and give nothing back goodbye goodbye